Hello and welcome to this episode of Demystified as we explore home cooking in a modern world. Hello, Linda. Good morning. And how are you today? I'm very good. So we're going to change things up a bit today. What? Rather than, yep, sprung it on you. Rather than talk, you know, technique and a particular item of food. So what we're going to talk about today is your journey thus far. Oh, no. Cooking with steam. Um, <laughs> Some and, notice would have been nice. Yeah, yeah okay. But, well, I mean, at least we'll get real reactions. I apologise in advance for any swearing. It won't be coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> for once. So, yeah, I figured, that, like, I've been thinking about this for a while and I figured, why not? Like, you were, or still are, probably the target market for what we were doing um, and what we built in the end, um, which was trying to provide people with essentially a recipe database, but interesting ways to use and abuse their combi steam oven, I suppose. So... I suppose my first question is if there was one thing that you've learnt that you reckon or you think that everyone should learn from what you've experienced in maybe seven years of using cooking with steam and cooking with your steam oven when you knew nothing about it, what would that one thing be? Well, probably the, the one thing I wish I, I learnt, which is something that you raised in a recent podcast, was try something that you're already comfortable with because I tried fish which I wasn't comfortable cooking in the first place this was when you first got the very your, first yeah. in those first times I thought it would be great for that and it would help me with the steam cook fish which I'd never really been confident doing and by trialing something that I wasn't already confident in it completely smashed my confidence when you know, it just turned out and it was so wrong on every level, that poor little piece of rockling that I put in there. So I wish I had tried something, as you suggested, that I was comfortable with, that I could just gradually expand on. Okay, that's hindsight. But at the time... Yeah, yeah. So do you think that's probably... I probably didn't understand anything about, really, techniques. I thought because I'd been you know, shown by my grandmother how to cook and my dad was a, a fantastic cook, that I thought I knew enough, you know, that I could kind of wing it. But I didn't. I didn't know, understand low temperature cooking. I didn't understand really the way cooking really, what happens in that little oven maybe. Do you, okay, so do you think, do you think now that you know what you know, do you think that it's vastly different from what you'd already learned? Well, the food that I'm cooking now is vastly different. The, yeah. The, so the, it's broadened. What I what I really wanted to do when I first bought the oven, when I was researching it, was I really wanted to broaden my cooking horizons. And I, I didn't want to, you know, I mean, I been given cookbooks over the years and we tried different classes in Thai cooking or Italian cooking or you know various other f styles of cooking or, or culinary um, you know treats but I didn't really 
feel that was what I, I wanted. I wanted to learn just how to be a better cook and I started researching basic cooking classes and and when then I found this the Combi Steam and I thought, ah, there's something different that'll help me focus my learning on at the time because it just seemed like it could do so many things. Did you me. think it was a fix all? Yes. Yeah. I did at the time. It's funny because like realistically up until probably recently we haven't really been a improve your cooking focused business we've been focused on creating a whole heap of recipes which is i think different to improving cooking so because the only way you can improve your cooking is through understanding of technique true true and off air when you and I, when I've been watching you actually cook, you are really good at explaining all of that to me while you're cooking, while you're going through. If I've come home and when you're cooking from home before you had the kitchen, but if I came home and watched you cooking, you always answered my questions. It was always how and why. Mm. It was never, oh, I can't wait to taste it. It was how are you doing that? Why are you doing it that way? And you were always explaining that. So off air, you always did that. Mm. But you were, we were just focusing on how to do it with... And that's how I watch them at home. I still really prefer that way of watching a video and well, being and that, able to stop, start it, yeah. so that I can follow along the recipe. And I think, you know, I think the whole world has gone to that now. Yeah. And that's really. one of the things, you know, we have to recognise is that people learn differently. Yeah. So some people like that video stop start some people like the full explanation why are we doing it this way what end result are we expecting how do we prepare it so we can get to that end result Mm. um okay so given that you've got now seven should we say seven years six or seven maybe seven seven years experience what's the top five things that you've cooked doesn't they don't have to be no, no, like our recipes, but what do you think have has given you the most uh, fulfilling feeling from cooking? What are, what are the top five things? The top five things that I really love to make. Um, I love the the salmon riet. Yep. I love that because that's so quick, it's so tasty, and it's so effective when you serve it up. And it really is, it's the first time I ever felt like I'd managed something fish-wise, and it was great. Mm-hmm. I love the um, the um, little onion tartlets and little onion tartans that you made. Yep. They're also something that I feel when I serve that up, people are always like, wow, that is, like, they're amazing. And they're also incredibly quick and really easy to make, and they make you feel like you're really something great. Yeah. I love um, crumbing fish now, and I do a whole different range of, you know, I mean, I think the recipe on cooking with steam is garfish that you used. I tend to use whiting or flathead tails. Oh, it's nice to be cashed up, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, back in the day. But yeah, um, we haven't had that for a little while since we haven't been to the market. But um, but yeah, I I do love that. I do love that, and that's really easy. And with the, um, I remember when I first met you, you said you made... um, 
that lovely little dipping sauce, Bagna Kuda. And yep. um, you wouldn't give me the recipe when you were chefing, and now I have it. Ha ha. But okay. uh, that also is a, is a real winner, a little sauce that goes over really anything, particularly roast potatoes. It's yum. Um, and what would be the other ones? Oh, the, the, uh, the two cakes. The chocolate cake is an absolute favourite for people that I know. And um, for one particular beautiful friend of mine, the sticky date pudding. They're the things that I find are my go-to that I would never have made before. Okay. It's funny, I've just written those down. Um, and Oh, and roast pork. The way you've taught me to make roast pork is now Dougie's like comfort food go-to. Yeah. When he needs comfort food, it's always now roast pork. Yeah. Dougie needs roast pork. What was it? Yeah. So the funny thing about that list is that it's all what I would term very simple and probably the thing with the most ingredients in it is a sticky date pudding. So everything else in that list that you've given me is probably about four ingredients in each dish. Well, that would make sense because... Give or take. But you've always said that you wanted to try and make the the household ingredients, the the staples, Mm. plus one or two a protein and something else like fish yeah and something yeah. so it was always fairly simple for a home cook to get their hands on the ingredients if you just found the fish of the day or the some other sort of you know protein yeah. so what's the thing that you haven't tried that you want to try but you haven't found time to do it the thing that I, I, I would love to try is probably one of those bigger, heartier dishes that take a long time, like the cassoulet. Yeah. That was so fantastic. When we'd eat, when we had that, when you made it, that was so fantastic to eat and so complex to, like, as a taste. It was fantastic. Every mouthful was something different and it was just great. And I can remember Doug and I sitting down, like, you know, like, wow, amazing. But I've never, I've never tried making it, and that is probably the one dish I look at, and I think this weekend when I'm having a cook up, will I do that? And then I, I that's must a commitment admit, though. I do lose yeah. a bit of. I think no, oh, maybe not yet. Well, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a commitment, but like, it's one of those ones you commit to it. The end results worth every second. Well, I and I tend to think I've only got because of my my uh, other life. Uh, in my other business, my main business, that I don't have that much time. So I've got one day that I can really commit to having a big cooker. Yeah. And preferably I can watch in the afternoon the football, listen to the football, but that moment, that's that's, not... that joy is taken away. <laughs> yeah. But um, not, for, not forever, but maybe for this year. So that is my day that I have the music cranked up or the footy on and I cook. So I look at the cassoulet and I think that is... Like, I've got to start really a few days ahead and get ready for that day to put it together. So I probably, that's the thing that I want to do when I've got time is really, that's my go-to dish to really say, right, this is now that, you know, big commitment. Which is, a like, from my perspective, which is a pretty advanced step, although seven years down the track, pretty advanced step that you're confident enough to be able to take that on. 
Well, I have confidence in the recipes. I know that with all the yeah, ones no, that no, I've no, tried I mean, the, the recipes will only do... Yeah. Remember, all recipes are just a guideline, right? So, yeah, but I follow. But, I follow as you know, as you know, I stop start on my iPad. Yeah, and I read them, and I also have the other benefit. If it all completely goes to custard, I just call you up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I know that the listeners don't have that that benefit, but I can call and say, "Well, well, help," and you will do your best over the phone to sort out my mess. But that's something that I still, you know, the techniques in themselves, though, I have done individually. I have tried the sous vide of duck breast. Yeah. That was, I'd never tried that before and I felt like that was a winner. Yeah. An absolute winner. And I must admit, probably because Dougie's taken over the shopping in the last few months, particularly while we're all sort of dealing with um, our home isolation, um, we just haven't bought any. But that is also a winner that is easy to cook and really tasty and outside of my normal, you know, chicken, beef, lamb, yeah, and what if okay if you were speaking to someone that was let's say doing a renovation or a new build or something and they were thinking about because I know you've tried this at times with some of your friends and they were thinking about getting a new suite of kitchen appliances how briefly would you best describe what a combi steam oven does because it's very different coming from me because I'm within the appliance industry. So how would you best describe what it does and how it can benefit someone at home? I think a combi steam oven allows you to do exactly the same cooking as you were doing before with the same confidence because it can do dry heat. But you also have the advantage of learning how to do the, the low temperature foods where you can prove bread, where you can cook fish, where you can really do some interesting different techniques that you wouldn't have been able to do in a normal oven. And yes, they're more expensive, but if you really love cooking, I think it's a great investment in, in what you can provide for your friends and family. But I have never been able to convince my friends to buy one. Which is interesting because most of my friends I would call, particularly my oldest girlfriend, Kristen, she is the tower of food. And she had like this oven that you had to hold together with screw, like screwdrivers and, you know, open it with um, some other sort of wrench for years. And she fed her family of five with that. And when she got another oven, even after having a meal that you've cooked, she still went and bought a conventional oven because mm. she wasn't confident. And my other friends um, from up here, they've been to our place and they've had cooking and they've had the different food and they love them, but they all felt that for what they wanted to do, they were happy with replacing their oven with their same oven. Exactly the same oven. Not even a different brand, the same oven. Okay. Mm. And they're not, I'm not saying that they're brand loyal, they're just, it was what they knew. Yeah. And they were comfortable with that and they didn't want to change. So how do you how do you get over that then? How do you how do you think the best way to make people feel comfortable is? I think doing well, I, if I if I knew I'd be able to I, you know, I haven't been able to, as I said, I can't convince my friends 
I haven't been able to. Not that they've I've tried that hard and mm. you know, I'm perfectly happy. I mean, we're not in a no, and we're not business selling of them. selling We're not selling them. And, and, uh, yeah. and maybe that's, you know, maybe it would be easier if we said, hey, why don't you try this one at home for a while and, and gave them a trial, but... Are you angling for more free stuff? No, no, because it hasn't worked, it hasn't worked so far and no. I still can't find a C920. But, um, <laughs> but I think for... I think everyone has to look at where they are in their journey of cooking. I was at that, at that stage where I wanted to learn more and I thought this was a, this was a, uh, a one-stop shop for all my cooking desires. And I soon found out that it wasn't. But now that I know how to use it properly and the breadth that it can do, mm. I would have absolutely buy two. Yeah. You know, I, I am so disappointed now that I that I didn't buy two, even though I wouldn't have. I was, you know, we're lucky to buy one. And there wasn't the market now. I mean, no, no, no. When I see no. the ovens that you know we've got at a cooking with steam kitchen and the ovens that you've tried over the time, amazing. It's great. Yeah. You know, and. I'm still really happy with my, you know, my little one, my old one. It's still no, you're not kicking along. Well, I, wish it, I now wish the bottom one was one, but I do see the benefit of it now, and it does suit my style of cooking hmm. because I've changed along with it. And Dougie's changed. Dougie uses it in preference. With if Dougie's cooking whatever, even if it comes out of a packet and he's really just heating it up, yeah. He still uses his go-to oven is still the combi steam oven because he sees the benefit. He thinks it's, it tastes better, mm. and so you know if and he was not you know the the first oven we I think we looked at when we were testing, um, we went to a um, a session at a food demonstration at Bologna Appliances and we watched a a Vizug oven, and I sat there and I thought wow, but then I thought Dougie's never going to use a digital display, like he doesn't he's not confident in the kitchen anyway. Yeah. And I thought at the time, but when we saw the oven that we've got, the Bosch, I just thought, well, it's got two nice little knobs. It's pretty simple. Choice of three options, yep. cooking methods, temperature, guide, kind of, you know, every uh, 10 degrees, sort of, roughly. Yep. Um, and it's fine. And it does, it's, you know, we've built our business on it. Mm. And it, that's why I know that the recipes, it doesn't matter whether you've got a, an ASCO or anything between ASCO and Vizor. It doesn't matter yeah. whether you've got percentages of steam. Our one, which doesn't, and it's really old, does it perfectly fine. Does yeah. it perfectly well. And to have confidence in in the in the recipe that you're using, that it, it's going to make it better, not make it worse. So we've, well, I mean, off air, we've talked a lot before about, you know, recipes and uh, we've spent a bit of time talking today about recipes and all the rest of it. And the one thing that you haven't mentioned, which you have mentioned to me a lot previously since beginning this journey, it's like sending Frodo back to get rid of the <laughs> ring in Mordor. Um, it's taking a long time. Well, you know, I told um, you I'm still in my first year apprentice, but yeah, anyway. Um, is what you've taken away from understanding prep and how to prep food um, because I'm a big big believer in the prep will give you the best possible end result so you, your understanding of technique is one but the preparation prior to actually cooking is another mm. and would you agree that that's like a key part of learning? Actually now that you bring it up absolutely Yeah. because the times that I I would just 
start a recipe and I would have nothing on the bench but the bowl it was going into or the saucepan and I would just open the cupboards throw things in and go whereas you know the, the I think the first time you were helping me make uh, the turkey roulade it was you get everything prepped and uh, and I'll come and show you how to do it and it from then on it really does reinforce getting everything out getting it right if I had if I hadn't followed that beforehand, I wouldn't have missed the egg and the chocolate cake when I was making it for a special birthday because I would have had everything out and I would have been able to gone through it. Yep, everything's there, check it off, yeah. now start. Whereas I didn't, I just... It's funny because it it's it's really quite funny because your entire employment history is all about process. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. Which but is, if we, like, yes. and we've often related... Yeah. back to cooking back to your business although they're two totally different that's true though. realms um okay so if you were to give yourself a mark out of 10 oh. no no like where really? where would you no no well no, i mean it's might be interesting for people to know like so it's taken it probably i think it probably took you 18 months to two years to really Okay, you got some good recipes down, you understood them, you followed them, you had some success, it built your confidence. Da, 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 da. I think maybe when we started, you were a little bit more daunted by different ingredients and understanding how to prep them and how to cook them and all those sorts of things. So where would you mark yourself now versus when you started? So if you were, a, let's say, a three when you started or a four... No, I wouldn't have said I was that high. In hindsight. <laughs> no, in no hi- but I no, mean, no, you were still hi- a good home cook. In hi- no, no. I, I, An but, okay home cook. No, because <laughs> I thought I was. And then, um, but then now I see, you know, I mean, we you cooked the way that you were shown and you cooked the way, you know, you, you were taught from when you were a kid most often. And, and I didn't have, like we have a, a friend whose son is 15 at the moment and his love of cooking, I never had that. You know, like he really loves it and does it all the time. And when I was a kid, we used to make, you know, slices and things and cakes on the weekend. But that's what I thought cooking was. And um, so I would have said probably I was more like a, a three, three and a half. And now I do know how to prep. I do know how to plan. The other thing was planning. Yeah. I am way better now, not just in prep and getting everything ready and done before I cook. And the difference it makes in not having things stuff up, boil over, burn on the bottom has been enormous. But planning. I I no longer stress beforehand, the night beforehand, going, what am I going to get? And then, you know, it's a race to the shops. I think about it beforehand. I plan it. And I think I plan better size portions now as well. Okay. I don't think... I mean, I, you know, my husband and, and one of our friends, Shane, would absolutely say that, you know, we tend to over-cater. But that's just us providing making sure that everyone's got some food but i think the the quantities and the types of food i plan for now are vastly different now that i know portions better and i can plan better mm. but you still didn't give yourself a score oh i know i said i would be more like a, a six okay a six and a half starting from a three three and a half yeah yeah i've got a long way to go oh, I think oh yeah, I, mean, think uh, I yeah. have yeah Dougie might disagree, but I think I have in terms of what I know I, you know, I get a bit nervous over and those 
calls to you still show me that I'm, you know, not that confident on some things. But I do think planning what what you've taught me and what cooking with steam following that sort of process has taught me is planning ahead of time better and prep. And, and being a bit more confident with what yeah, I can cook. Yeah, and that's the thing that I probably have noticed more than anything is your confidence has grown over time. Mm. And I think what all up what I'm trying to say is is that we're not building or providing a cure-all or a, the panacea of all things cooking, but it, it is about learning a new skill. And learning a new skill, just like any skill, takes time and it also takes practice and patience. And if you have those things, and if you can, you know, do something like give yourself a chance to learn a new recipe mm. a week, you're probably going to get some success and and better end cooking. And you'll find that simple technique will translate through to food that maybe you're not cooking on a, in a steam oven. It's just, yeah, I mean, a good example was last week or two weeks ago you were telling me about doing a pan fried steak mm, understanding yes. like what's going on and mm. the simple technique is something that you've learned and yes I gave you a different option to make your sauce but you'd made a successful one the night before and I would suggest to you that maybe that wouldn't have been possible no because I've seen you do and you're that more yes. you're, but you're also more adventurous with trying mm. things as well so I, I and think food combinations I think that's been great is is your balance of food some of the flavorings together like i love the tuna mornay yeah. but i don't think i've ever made it in the past with dijon mustard and the difference it makes yeah but that's nothing no new. no but <laughs> it might be nothing new to you yeah but you know not the way we used to make tuna mornay and so i just think there's some little differences that you put in but i learned that technique of how i cook the steak that time because I've watched you do that where you've put in a little butter into the pan at the end and then spoon it over the yeah. whatever's being cooked and the difference that it makes. So that's, yeah. So I think that that has been, that has been interesting. Yeah. So as of April 2020, you're a six and a half, let's say. So let's, <laughs> let's revisit this Maybe in half, April 2021. Maybe half a point a year I go up. I told you I'm still in my first year. No, like no, no. Maybe second I'd, year I'd, now, it, but... It's also good for people to know, you know, where you think you're at. I mean, you're your own worst critic. I certainly am mine. So you'll probably mark yourself harder than anyone else. I know Dougie's pretty pleased with the... Um... Oh, he's, he's very pleased. Because Dougie, as uh, you might have guessed out there, listeners, that uh, my husband loves eating. Loves Loves it. food. He's, he, you know, he uh, enjoys a, a meal. He loves... Doesn't have to be overly like overly complicated. Yeah, he just loves good food and uh, and it, when it's well done and and I think that's the journey that he has enjoyed as well. Is pretty beneficial for cooking. Dougie this journey. <laughs> well, but it's also I I do find it relaxing. I yeah. do find that day that I can plan to be at home and not having to be you know at work or or doing other things. I do really love it and and following a recipe and and watching you know, come together and, you know, the, um, I do love that. And I, and I think at the end, when your spouse can see you happy and, you know, trying something. And now I've noticed that 
Doug is more, and Doug and I are now doing more things in the kitchen together. Before it was like, you know, step away from the kitchen, other side of the bench, you know, like, (laughs) you know, it's my zone, my time. Whereas I think now there are things that Doug and I can do that we do do together on the other side together and it works, you Mm. know, and the different styles of cooking that we're doing enable us to do that. Whereas before it would have been, you know, I would have been stressed about what I was doing. So it was like, leave me alone, step away. And that's not, you know, that's me. That's me being a stress head. But now I'm much more, yeah, comfortable and Doug and I are on the other side of the bench and putting things out and cooking. The other night we actually cooked together over the same cooktop, which I thought was interesting. Oh, my Lord. That was when he did the polenta. Oh, yeah, okay. And he wanted to do the edit. It was tasty, but, yeah, no, it wasn't going to work. Yeah. It wasn't going to be chips. <laughs> but it was still, you know, still nice. We would never have done that probably before. And, and it's also by sort of dragging him along a little bit too and making him a little bit more adventurous in, you know, sort of a, a side way as well. Oh, very good. All right. Well, that was interesting oh sort of like, I, I just thought it was like, it might be interesting for people to hear about your journey. I mean, because it's all very well and good for me to go about cooking daily and talk about food and all the rest of it. But I mean, we never designed what we've built f- to be for chefs. It's never really, no. it's too, it's never really too chefy. It was about using you know, so, okay, sometimes more advanced stuff, but about using simple ingredients and, and just learning how to cook them properly. And, you know, I thought it might be interesting for people to hear. So, Well, I also think that back in the day when we were first looking at what cooking with steam would be and the recipes that we were trying, you know, you were really um, conscious that I had said, I don't want to learn to make stuff I can make. I want to learn to make, you know, this oven, let's, you know, show me how to use it. And... So I think some of the recipes that you've you've put up are about showcasing that piece of you know fish or that piece of duck or whatever, and the best way of cooking it simply in our oven, and you know I think now we've sort of got a great volume of recipes up there that you can trial any number of you know pork anything from pork jowl down to you know. Pork jowl, there we go. Well, I remember when you made that, I was a bit sceptical, but, you know, it certainly was very tasty, but um, the terrain that you made out of it. But I think now, I think we're probably at that point that the live demos that we're bringing on soon, the the cooking demonstrations and the live uh, streaming, I think will help people maybe get refined a bit more. I think now that's where we're heading. And I think that's going to be an interesting journey as soon as we can get our technology right. Mm. But I think there's now enough volume. And that was always the goal when we started off having 50 recipes to launch and they're taking it up from there to show people if you've got a piece of, you know, duck or chicken or, or you know, beef or something that you want to cook, how can you do it? And certainly the roasts, you know, I love the way that the roast pork and throwing the shallots in the bottom and I've never been an apple puree fan so just you know just the simple technique of putting pieces of apple in some verjuice in the bottom and finishing it off and how much I love that with roast pork Mm. I would never have done that and that's what I mean about a different way of doing what you've been doing now there's that great library up there now I think we've got time and the capacity to turn away so I'm looking forward to that I am looking forward to that as much as anybody else 
I look forward to the new recipes. I look forward to seeing yeah, you cook. And I look forward to watching the live streaming because I always learn something from our chats. Well, I look forward to seeing some photos of a finished cassoulet one oh, day. man, <laughs> I feel no pressure. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. Well, Thank you, that, Linda. Paul. Very interesting. See ya. Happy cooking. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast as we explore home cooking in a modern world. We'd love you to subscribe. And for more information, please go to our website, cookingwithsteam.com. Mm-hmm.